This is the Circle City News with Madison. And Mark, and I would like to take a quick shout out to our sponsor, Law Office of Mark Nicholson. He fights against the travesty of justice and he has made this podcast possible today. One. Good morning, Indiana. Welcome back to Circle City News Podcast. We are live. I am Madison and I have Nevaeh with me. Nevaeh, how are you this morning? I am well, Miss Madison. Happy Saturday. Woohoo! All right. Weekend is adjourned or started. Adjourned means it's over. So I think that's fine. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about the news. There's been lots of things going on in the news on the global front. Um, might as well kick it off. Why is Russia and Ukraine on the verge of war? Um, open to interpretations. My guess is that they may be the last two standing homophobic countries. So I'd just be dueling it out. <laughs> <They're> do- <laughs> but no, I think that's probably an oversimplification. Um, I don't know. What's your, yeah, what have you been um, absorbing about all this news about that? I'll be honest with you, Madison, I am very ignorant to the topic. I know that, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, all I know is that the restaurant last night, everyone was talking about how, you know, Ukraine was bombing Russia and bomb Russia was bombing Ukraine or something. So I, I don't even know too much about even the why behind of where <laughs> we're at here. What's going on? Okay, I did a little bit of research. And it turns out that in 2014, well, back in, I think it was like 1918 or something like that, Ukraine decided to leave the Soviet Union or they left Russia, Soviet Union took them back. They've been like ping-ponging back and forth between like independence and being a part of Russia. So I think it had a lot to do with that. Um, But in 2014, Ukraine's president joined NATO or NATO, NATO. Um, They enjoyed NATO. And because Russia shares a large border with Ukraine, um, n- Ukraine being a part of NATO makes them an endangerment to, to Russia's security. Um, so I, I think they really were just trying to avoid um, letting Ukraine join NATO because then it's like a European Union basically, right? Like with all the countries that are involved, which I think is very discriminatory. Like why they, they really just didn't want them to do that for what? Like if maybe there'd be a war later, like it's kind of, a little bit aggressive tactics for something that's a, already a hypothetical, you know? Maybe they just want resources or to be a part of something bigger. Like, it's not like us, them. It's just like, we're on earth together kind of thing. So that's kind of where I'm at with- So we're bombing, we're, well, Russia is bombing Ukraine over wanting to join this NATO. Yeah, literally. That, okay. Okay. That's all right. So I don't know if that's necessarily necessary for, you know, nuclear bombs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a little, that's, you know, it's a little intense. I just got chills when you said nuclear bombs. I forgot, like, we're up to that level of destruction now that it, it's not like a, oh, we came in and our troops sat there. It's like, no, we've destroyed your whole city. We came in and bombed you. Like, Literally. that is that's that's some that's some built up tension you know it's like what's going on what else is going on here you yeah. know we just jump straight again let's go bomb this country because they want to join nato 
oh okay what else because <laughs> bombs are a big jump here you know it's like a hundred years of like tension that they're like emotionally getting out now it's just like a bad toxic relationship <laughs> it's exactly what it is it's a bad toxic relationship and it's an awful breakup and someone had their feelings hurt and here we are bombing each other and people prove point exactly. you know love bombing anyway. but like real bombs I just I don't understand why already strong men need to prove their strength to this common civil class society with weapons, artillery, and bombs. What are you trying to prove? <laughs> what is the point? Uh, I think it might be like a big dick competition. You know? <laughs> Maybe it's like, you know, hi, I'm Russia, but I'm Putin, and I am intimidated and hurt by the fact that Ru that Ukraine and I aren't together and that, you know, Ukraine and I didn't work out, you know? <laughs> do you not, do you not see what I have to offer right. Ukraine? Well, the army I could offer you. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at all these things I could offer you. And now I'm angry. So now they're coming out destructive and explosive. And but no, you bombs. wanted to go fuck NATO. So now we're done. <laughs> we're over. Fucking NATO. <laughs> Well, nothing like a bunch of stem bong smoking kids wearing beanies to put the government in their place. Apparently, um, uh, the hacker collective Anonymous has disabled Russia's government and defense ministry websites. Um, the country Russia was boasting with fireworks and swayed propaganda of the joy of the newly earned or stolen territory of Ukraine. Um, so. Anonymous went in and um, took down their 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 websites, their all their news their news sources, which I think is even crazier than just like war because we're we're like almost desensitized to it at this point. Like, oh, you live and die. It's your manly. It's your right. You know, whatever. But the fact that a bunch of like tech kids like went in and shut your whole shit down is like not just like a corporation, but as like an entire elitist country. That's that's gnarly. Like, how did they? That's how? badass. That's badass. That's pretty badass. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like, because you heard of anonymous. Anonymous has been relevant, and you know, different types of you know cyber attacks or cyber uh, overtakes throughout yeah, the years. Yeah. You know, and it's like Russia. Big thing with Russia is like their propaganda. They, the propaganda media, essentially. Mm -hmm. they, Kind of similar to the, you know North Korea, their their stuff is very filtered, right? It's very much processed through the government. Everything that's appearing on the internet has already been looked at by the eyes of the government. So that's a huge, huge point of power and a huge point of you know uh, creating that type of uh, authoritarian authoritarian type you know domination style dictatorship. Even though it's not a dictatorship, but you get the point. So like that's a huge outlet. So the fact that someone like, you know, this team from Anonymous comes in and shuts a whole country's big public media outlet down. Pretty much everything they stand for, right? Everything they stand for and everything they do to keep control over the masses has now been shut down. And who knows what that could result in, you know? Right. It's like all of a sudden. Who do they aim their guns at now? Like if the U.S. did it, we would be like engaging in war 100%. But the fact that it's just like a bunch of random like no namers like who do you get pissed at <laughs> yeah right you can't even get mad i bet you anonymous i bet you i bet you they have people all across the world you know and i bet you some of these people are probably even in the country of russia probably you know? yeah it's right. like so you can't even if you're just gonna be like oh i'm angry let's 
Yeah, anonymous. Yeah, let's punish them. Oh, what are you gonna do? Bomb each country? No, you're not. Okay, right. calm down. You got screwed by anonymous, just like a lot of other groups did. Bomb. <laughs> it must be a hard winter over there or something, because they're like, I don't want to say uncharacteristically pissed, but like kind of pissed out of nowhere. Like this war thing. Like it was a week ago that it hit the news. Like I didn't know any. Not that Americans know much about any of it, but. We didn't know shit about any of it for the whole time it was happening. And then all, apparently they had troops, Russia had troops on Ukraine's border for like eight months or something like that. So they, this has been like festering a bit in Putin's little noggin, so. Well, I didn't know anything about that. So that's good to know. Thank you, Putin. <laughs> that's <was a> <laughs> American folk know what's going on over there in your neck of the woods. You know, actually speaking of Putin, I, I, a video my boyfriend showed me the other day and I was like, I need you to turn this off because I don't want to watch it because it makes me sad. But it was like a video um, in Ukraine of these like uh, nurses that were taking all these like NICU babies, right? And putting them into a bomb shelter. And like all these little babies, right? Little babies attached to all their little machines and things because they're in the NICU and they're struggling post-birth, you know? And they're sending these little boxes in this little bomb shelter and I'm like oh poor babies wow so, I know that really puts you back into perspective huh it really what does give you some perspective and it kind of makes me feel like you know it makes me not you know reminisce necessarily but reminds me of everything that was going on down in um um what was that uh Israel and Lebanon I was constantly, you know, back and forth, back and forth, bombing over the border, bombing over the border, all that power and control that's going on down there with all that. Fighting and, you know, having kids and pe- families that were, you know, just put and displaced because of all that kind of similar yeah. situation going on here just because go- big government has issues with big government. All these people on the on the baseline, all these families are being victim of it and it sucks. Fighting for land that can't be owned. You can't own the land. It grows, dies, just like you. Like, that's, yeah, silly, silly, silly. I've heard little things, this is sort of off topic, but about the Israel, Pakistan, Lebanon situation. Apparently the land is like blessed and throughout history, anybody that's tried to own it has been unsuccessful. So they're basically like fighting each other over like an energy that they'll never be able to own. You know, you you go there, you honor it, that's what it's meant to do you're not supposed to like fight and die for it like just live on it <laughs> be grateful <laughs> be at peace be at peace no peace like ever <laughs> what peace we don't understand that we're all but what is that really because you know we got russia bombing ukraine right over some big government bullshit and then you got you know these two countries going back and forth you know lebanon and Israel and all that nonsense over what you know I want this land this is mine this is what's deemed mine oh okay but we're all things you know world peace and working together and you know we're all about you know for the common good right common good what's that because our actions say otherwise you know if we can try to look at the big picture here if it's about the people and if it's about world peace and working collaboratively you know, as a planet, okay? We're not talking a work team here. We're not talking a multidisciplinary team. We're talking as a planet. 
You know, it's going to require people to kind of put that big dick energy, that big dick ego that they have in their front pocket and put that in the back. Because frankly, you know, the, the whole he said, she said, I want, she want nonsense. Ain't going nowhere good. Ain't going nowhere good. It ain't nobody's problem other than big government. Have a conversation, honey. Words can be solved. Words can solve these issues much more than nuclear bombs can. End of fucking discussion, period. 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 <laughs> what are we, 50 years ago with this shit? I'm gonna bomb you, I'm gonna bomb this, this and that. You know, I think it's funny with technology though because we've heard about this like instantaneously. Like the the moment they bombed them, there was like eight things on my Snapchat about like learn info here, this and that. Like information wasn't moving as quickly back in the day. So I think they're coming with like antiquated tactics that are gonna die out much quicker than they thought. And it's going to be from technology and they've already seen it through the anonymous bullshit like good luck fighting nobody luck. you're stupid and fighting yourself like get out of here good luck guys we're <laughs> here watching <laughs> Woo. moving on to Speaking other being behind our times wasn't <laughs> yeah. there something there's something going on in supreme court tell me about that madison okay well actually the behind your times thing We'll save that for after because we just talked about something bad. So we'll talk about something good. Okay. Um, Supreme Court uh, has made a historic choice of picking Judge Katanji Brown Jackson to fulfill the seat um, in the Supreme Court. So she is the first or I think the fifth uh, woman and may have been the first uh, Black woman. I'm not sure. I need to do more research about that. But it's a big historic jump in the right direction, I do believe. So we're oh, celebrating good. that victory, our humanitarian victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that'll be, an, uh, right. We needed some good news, honestly. <laughs> honestly, and, and, and frankly, the thing is too, it's like you did judicial branch and how it comes with the Supreme Court and how getting into that type of uh, seat or that position, that ain't easy. You know, that ain't easy. You're appointed into it, right? Like you get into that seat. You don't earn the votes. You don't earn the this, you get appointed. And having more women and more women, not only women of color, you know, having that voice in our Supreme Court, that's huge because that's going to kind of trickle down into all these different issues that perhaps we have been dealing with because we've had people sitting in those seats that are stuck back in our Jim Crow era. We have people that are sitting in those seats that are stuck in this mindset of, you know, men versus women not being on the same playing ground. Right. And when you have someone like this coming into a seat, that's a voice of reason coming from the minority parties that have been discriminated against for God knows how many years since this country's been founded. So with that said, that is a big step for change. One step for man is a giant step for mankind or however that goes. But it is. And that's what that is. I know just giving representation to the marginalized parties is just it's profound. And for her to, to, it's almost like that war tactic of you're not going to change it from the, of being an oppressor from the outside. Like you have to get in, like infiltrate in and then like solve the problems within the system. It kind of seems like a little bit of that too. So hopefully she'll be working good angles. Um, good you're, yeah, with, you're so right though, when you said that the, the seats are filled by people stuck in the Jim Crow era, like you're not wrong. These people are literally 85 years old and have been on the seat for 40 years. And won't can get up. <laughs> Literally. And the thing is, is that with our system and how it is, 
we can't just, you know, vote these people out. It's not like, you know, we can't, you know, oh, we don't like the president. Let's, you know, let's get the president out of office. You know, with the Supreme Court, with judicial branch, they're there until they die or until they retire. So it's like who we have in those seats and representing, you know, our country as a whole when it comes to, you know, legislation and, you know, law and, you know, judicial branch in totality makes a huge role. And like I said, the majority of those seats are taken up by people that are stuck in a era and mentally that we have been out of for, you know, almost a hundred years. So it's yeah. like, you know, let's, let's make some progress here. Yeah. Let's move forward, you know, and this woman being on the branch, okay. that's, that's moving forward. That's progress. So, hey, we're here for it. I'm like, okay, Supreme Court, you can make laws and pass laws, but can you open this PDF file that I emailed to you? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Can you, uh, can you use Adobe? Right. Are you familiar with Teams? You updated your computer in the past six months. <laughs> Do you have Norton anti-security lock on your computer? Because there's such thing called phishing. I don't know if, if you're aware. You know what an encrypted email is? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Anyway, back to the bullshit. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's bullshit. been a lot of it this <laughs> Florida, which I don't even know why there's a government in Florida. It's not real. The land is unsovereign. It can't be it can't be governed. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, in Florida, uh lawmakers have decided to pass a don't say gay bill. Um, for public schools um, from grades kindergarten to they say third grade, but my interpretation of it is all of elementary school. They are, it, it's illegal to discuss um, sexual orientation and gender roles and gender at all. So uh, I don't really know the reasoning. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me. You know, what's funny about Florida is that they're, the really Republican and their choices for shit like this, but also um, it's just kind of like, sorry, I lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, oh, it's so diverse. I haven't really been exposed to racism until I left Florida. It's everywhere in the South, the Midwest. We are so privileged to be so blinded by it because diversity is everywhere. Mm -hmm. everywhere there's different people all over Florida you can't be discriminate like discriminated against by being who you are at the post office they have people that are bilingual like there's no issues there but for the fact that they have a problem with gay makes no sense to me it, I don't where did this come from they just needed something to be pissed about or something to like play along the Republican narrative I I'm confused as to where this came out the Texas trans thing makes more sense to me because Texas is like their own thing, but Florida taking a position this strongly and this vocally about a topic so like not, not like it's not important, but it's not important to tell kids that they can't know what gay is at the age of 10, you know? It's like, like, it's it's like they're amazing. seeing it as being like this like pandemic in a sense. It's like, oh God, oh God, we got to shut it down. At elementary school, this discussion of LGBTQ and gender identity and gender roles, because that is just a huge problem bound to happen, right? It's like, it's like they're seeing like these, uh, 
individuals that are coming out and normalizing, you know, like the LGBTQ community and having these secessions around gender roles and gender identification. They're seeing this and they're thinking, oh boy, something big's coming, right? We got shut down. You know, this could lead to something big. And they see that as an issue, which I think is funny because you're right. You know, Florida is a very, very much pot. I mean, you got Cuba, you got all these different like islands around it. It's a big port in and out of travel, et cetera. You have a lot of people that are in that type of state. So it's like, you know, what, what really motivated that drive? But kind of, you know, bringing back into that conversation we just had. You know, we have a lot of people that are sitting in seats that are stuck in eras that don't exist, right? Stuck in eras that were of one time that are not of current. And they see these, you know, uh, discussions around gender and, you know, identification coming up and being more of a hot topic at hand. And there's concern that maybe, maybe a sense of order or a sense of disruption to how things have been. Right. It's like, oh, this seems like a change. Right. That word is not really ready to take step in. So let's shut it down the best we can. And with education and with the laws like that, that's an easy way to, you know, establish that power or that authority within a, a minority group or within a group of people, uh, kind of like Russia and their propaganda media. It's kind of a similar thing, but a different approach. It's like, oh, let's shut it down, right? And make this an inaccessible topic or an inaccessible uh, discussion because it's not even legally allowed to be discussed in schools anymore. It's like, oh, maybe we can eliminate the issue come, you know, from legislation, eliminate the issue. That's crazy. Yeah. Ah. There's a couple of reasons. There's more than a couple of reasons why this is a distasteful bill, but the, the couple of reasons that I'd like to talk about um, uh, I was reading an article and a woman did a quote and she said, lawmakers should be encouraging schools to be inclusive, not putting or not pitting parents against teachers and erasing the LGBT community from public education. So basically, if you are a student and somebody said it's like a, you have a discussion about, you know, gender orientation or blah, 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 and you tell your parents, your parents can sue the public school. Why would they want to introduce an opportunity for people to sue public school we our education system is already completely effed like we have no money in our schools because all the snowbirds they all pay taxes up in the north yeah their new jersey school education is fabulous but when they come down to florida for the eight months that they live here and pay nothing to our people our our education system is totally screwed so it's kind of shitty that you're giving the opportunity for the schools to even be put further in a hole than they already are um, and also, uh, my mom is a PE teacher. She's in the school system, been in the school system for like 18 years, you know, this and that. I text her about it. I'm like, hey, have you heard about this? Don't say gay bill. She's like, literally not at all. We're all focused on the war. <laughs> so everybody is just coming from like a different place in time. Like my mom, like she had her, her brother, her dad all serve like full-time job type service. Like that's what very like patriotic in that kind of sense. But she's like, things are happening at your door and they're all still concerned about like, oh, we're going back to, to war with Russia, like World War II. Like everyone is just so scattered, so all over the place that I doesn't feel like this is the time to be passing bills that are literally telling people not to be who they are. So Exactly. Like you made a good point talking about like our education system's already so low funded and we're dealing with such staff retention issues, right? <laughs> in florida like it's like come on we got bigger fish to fry people like okay and not to mention not to mention 
you know, the discussion around like eliminating certain curriculum in certain topics or certain historical events from textbooks and educational curriculums across the K through 12 education system in the United States has already been something that's been kind of in the works and being a hot topic, right? Like talking about how the Trail of Tears never even happened and kids are like not knowing about these different events throughout history that include minority parties throughout the country. Not, and just not even informing these this generation of children about these issues. Now you're gonna try to incorporate something similar with LGBTQ, like we can't talk about it, it's a taboo thing. Aren't we supposed to be preparing these kids for success by, you know, providing them the tools to be successful, knowing why this happened that led to this happening, you know, A, B, C, D, and E. We want to give these kids the tools and the information to be successful to make their own like-minded decisions. And if we just eliminate topics like that out of curriculum completely or ban topics like that between staff and student, mm -hmm. which a lot of staff and students have a really good bonding relationship, especially if you don't have parents at home. You know, and it's like you go to these kids and, you know, you go to your teachers, you know, I'm having, I'm confused about this or, you know, I have a crush on this boy or whatever the case may be. And then you're telling me that if I go and talk to my teacher and I tell my mama that I told my teacher that I was thinking I might be a lesbian and my mama can then sue the school because hey. my teacher was trying to be supportive and listen to me and help me understand why I'm feeling this way like a good teacher should. Oh, my goodness. Don't even. I know. <laughs> It's such a whiplash from the direction of Florida. Like that's, it's came out of, so, like so came out of nowhere. And the fact that Texas and Florida both sent something out that is discriminatory in nature and they dropped it at the same time with the same political party. It just makes, makes a fellow wonder. <laughs> what the it fuck? makes a fellow wonder. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you. Mm -mm. <laughs> this government shit. It's gotta go. Going on here. I feel like maybe we just need to go ahead and run for president, Madison. Madison, oh. there. 2024. Okay, I'm over it. Well, that's very thoughtful. But <laughs> I don't know if anybody would. It would just be a circus. By the we'd have land. Lance would vote for us. <laughs> Everybody would have land. The land would all be free, at least. <laughs> well, anyway, that's pretty much all I've got for you today. Um, how about you? Any last little tidbits? Um, uh, well, let's see here. Um, as far as, you know, things going on here, I'm here in Indianapolis. Uh, I did start a new job recently, so I've been busy doing that. So I apologize for not being here last week, folks. Been a little crazy. Um, but I'm going to be working in the court system here in Indianapolis and maybe or maybe not, you know, these topics that we're talking about can maybe you know, maybe I can have some sort of influence on that moving forward. So stay tuned, stay tuned. I'm going to be going out to California. I'm going to be going out to um, New Jersey in the upcoming months for some different photo work stuff. So keep in mind all the different work that's coming this way. But uh, we got another review coming up here soon too. I was thinking about getting a different toy. I was talking, I was talking with uh, Mark about the the rose toy that one looks really fun and i kind of want to check that out because it's been all over my social media so um stay tuned folks we got some reviews coming up and we got some big stuff in the brews um, but otherwise miss madison that's all i got for us today all right indiana we're signing off and thank you for joining us for another episode of circle city news we'll see you next week bye bye